When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 12, Financial Incentives for Compliance. One of the areas that many companies have not paid as much attention to in their compliance programs is compensation. However, the Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission have long made clear that they view the monetary structure for compensation, rewarding those employees who do business in compliance with their employer's compliance program as one of the ways to reinforce the compliance program and the message of compliance. As far back as 2004, then-SEC Director of Enforcement Stephen Cutler noted that integrity, ethics, and compliance needed to be part of the promotion, compensation, and evaluation processes. At the end of the day, the most effective way to communicate that doing the right thing is a priority is to reward it. The 2020 FCPA guide stated, the DOJ and SEC recognize that positive incentives can also drive compliant behavior. These incentives take many forms, such as personal evaluations, promotions, rewards for improving and developing a company's compliance program, and rewards for ethics and compliance leadership. The same concept around compensation and incentives was included in the 2020 update under the uh, area of incentives and disciplinary measures. The first question posed in the 2020 update requires you to start with a basic question of does your what does your employee compensation consist of? Is it a straight salary? Is it variable? If so, does the, what does the variable content consist of? Is it a discretionary bonus based upon the overall success of the entire business enterprise or some small subset such as a business unit or geographic region? Is it solely personal? Is it a combination of all of the above? Under the second question, you need to demonstrate that the, you have thought through this issue. The DOJ does not mandate one solution or formula only that it be well-considered. Add, of course, that whatever approach you come up with must be well-documented. A good starting place is the article, The Right Way to Use Compensation by Mark Roberge, that discussed the design and redesign of an employee's compensation to help drive certain behaviors. The piece is subtitled, To Shift Strategy, Change How You Pay Your Team, echoed Cutler's message from back in 2004. The framework The article rather lays out a framework for a CCO or compliance practitioner to operationalize compensation as a mechanism in a best practices compliance program. As your compliance program matures and your strategy shifts, it is critical that the employees bring in revenue uh, and understand and behave in ways that support the new strategy. The sales compensation system can help ventures achieve that compliance. The prescription for you as a compliance practitioner is to revise the incentive system to focus employees on the goals of your compliance program. This may mean you need to change the incentives as the compliance program matures from the installing of the building blocks of compliance to integrating anti-corruption compliance within the DNA of your company. What are the three 
key questions you should ask yourself in modifying your compensation structure. First, is the change simple? Second, is the change aligned with the company values? And third, does it affect behavior immediately due to the change? So under simplicity, keep your compensation plan simple when designing your program. The simplest way to incentivize employees to create metrics that they can understand and are achievable. Second, alignment. You need to state the most important compliance goal your entity needs to achieve. From there, you should determine how compensation program can be aligned with that goal. The beauty of this alignment is that it works for your sales force throughout the entire sales cycle. And three, immediacy. It is important that such structures be put in place immediately, but in a way that can incentivize employees. As part of immediacy, there must be sufficient communication with your employees. Under the third question from the 2020 update, you need to have documented examples where additional compensation or promotions were made to employees who did business ethically and in alignment with the corporate compliance program. The fourth question goes in a different direction by asking who in the organization is evaluating and setting the compensation of the CCO and compliance personnel. Obviously, the power of a compensation plan is to motivate employees not only to sell more, but to act in a way that supports your company's business model and its overall culture and values. From the compliance practitioner, one of the biggest reasons is first to change a company's culture and to make compliance more important, but then integrate it into the DNA of your organization. You must be able to evolve in your thinking and your professionalism to recognize the opportunities to change and then adapt your incentive program to make the doing of compliance part of your company's everyday business process. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be back with today's three key takeaways. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission have long advocated compensation as a way to motivate employees to ethical and compliant behaviors. Two, keep the compliance aspects of your compensation structure simple and easy for your employees to understand. And three, have full transparency in the framework of your compensation structure. I hope you will join us tomorrow for day 13 in 31 days to a more effective compliance program where we take up the issues of institutional justice and institutional fairness and how the chief compliance officer and the corporate compliance function are now mandated to lead these efforts by the Department of Justice. I know you will enjoy tomorrow's episode. If you'd like information on any of the topics from this podcast series, please check out the Compliance Handbook 2nd Edition available at LexisNexis.com slash Fox. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.